Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Starting off with the food and grocery sector, Waitrose unveiled plans to expand its export business, which is currently at 42 territories, as demand for products continues to grow in international markets. Meanwhile around 80 lorry drivers at Asda's Rochdale, Greater Manchester Operations Hub are reportedly getting ready to take industrial action over the Christmas period, as a result of a pay dispute. Meanwhile Morrison's and Marks and Spencer became the latest retailers to be wrapped for the unlawful use of anti-competitive land, agreements that prevent rivals from opening stores near their own. The CMA found 65 agreements which restricted local competition. In terms of stores, direct-to-consumer butcher Farmerson and Co. reopened its butcher counter in Ripon, Yorkshire, and Click and Collect service after the brand was snapped up by a consortium led by former Asda chief executive. And Aldi created a new national real estate team as it looks to deliver its plan to open 500 new stores across the UK. In other news, Lidl is removing use-by dates on its yoghurt and fresh milk ranges, replacing them with best-before dates in a bid to help tackle household food waste and prevent entirely edible food from being thrown away. Ten major supermarkets have come together to help reduce carbon emissions throughout their supply chain. The new partnership with decarbonisation platform Manufacture 2030 means the grocers can equip suppliers with resources to reduce emissions from sourcing, manufacture and transportation. Anacado will double the number of robotic arms in its warehouses as it aims to boost the speed of packing grocery orders. Now let's move on to the clothing and footwear sector, starting with results. Inditex reported soaring profits and sales in its 2023 nine-month results, driven by its new collections being very well received by customers. On the other hand, Sosendar's recent trading update for the six months ending 30th September reported a loss before tax, down from the profit the brand posted at the same time last year. In the style is expected to return to profit in its current financial year following its acquisition by private equity firm Barge Capital. Profit is predicted to be near £1 million for the year to end of March 2024, in contrast to a £5 million loss last year. In other news, Matalan announced that it has bolstered its online portfolio with the addition of 10 third-party labels. In stores news, Harrods opened two new rooms, called Holiday and Swim and Evening and Occasion, as part of the second phase of its womenswear redevelopment project. And Victoria's Secret is set to launch a new store on Oxford Street previously occupied by H&M, as it closes its new Bond Street site. And in terms of staff changes, John Lewis non-executive director Nikki Julieu stepped down from her post seven months after joining the partnership, saying it wasn't compatible with her existing time commitments. Meanwhile Levi's chief executive Chip Borg is set to retire from his role, and will be succeeded by the fashion retailer's president Michelle Gass in January. Opoly announced a partnership with rental platform Zoa, marking a pivotal moment in the group's journey to providing accessible fashion to customers through a carefully curated collection available exclusively to rent. Ted Baker-owner Authentic Brands Group secured new funding for the retailer with asset-based lender Secure Trust Bank Commercial Finance, SDBCF. This will assist the business by providing a platform for the growth of Ted Baker's UK and European retail operations under the OCK Group. And Farfetch is in talks with Apollo Global Management about securing a last-minute cash injection to save itself from collapse. Now let's turn to the health and beauty sector. Lush opened the doors to its largest store in Scotland, 
With the 20,000 SQ Feet Shop featuring experiential concepts and a vegan coffee shop and Boots own Walgreens considering a £7 billion UK listing of the high street chain after efforts to sell the business failed last year. In the electrical sector, Curry's posted a fall in like-for-like -like group revenue and an adjusted loss before tax of £16 million in the six months to October, which it said was in line with the £17 million loss reported last year. Moving on to Homeware's results, Procook reported a narrower underlying pre-tax loss in its first half than in the previous year, boosted by Black Friday and pre-Christmas trading. In DIY and gardening news, B&Q is facing backlash from employees surrounding changes to paid breaks and reduced hours, intending to cut staff hours from January and increase pay to compensate. The rise takes workers to £11.31 per hour regardless of any change to hours. Now let's shift gears to department stores marketplaces and specialists. Etsy is scrapping 225 staff members, equating to 11% of its workforce, to cut costs as it struggles with very challenging economic headwinds. Poundland hired 962 ex-Wilco employees as they continue to convert the retailer's former locations amid its rapid expansion plans. In terms of results, Dobby's Garden Centre's group blamed unseasonable weather and high inflation for its widening losses. Pre-tax profits for the gardening retailer plummeted in the 52 weeks to 5th March, with sales dropping 8%. Finally, Amazon Prime teamed up with Odeon to offer its Prime members discounted cinema tickets redeemable once per month. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.